Fire and the Flood Part 3 of the Fiends with Benefits series A Good Omens Potfic Written by Verdant Valpus And read by Literarian Chapter 18 The Bastille Summary Ah, Paris. Zira plans a surprise rendezvous with a certain wily demon. Things don't go quite to plan. Content warnings. Explicit sexual content. Paris, 1793. Crowley was late. This shouldn't have been surprising, as Crowley was often late quite on purpose. Aziraphale had a tendency of being tardy himself, but this was seldom intentional and also beside the point. The guards had come and gone, come and gone again, and now it was getting quiet and alarmingly dark outside his little cell window. Twilight didn't hold its usual charm this particular evening. It might have been the faint pop of distant rifle fire, or the uncomfortable fact that Aziraphale was scheduled to have his head taken off in the morning. What? A voice breathed behind his shoulder. What exactly am I looking at here? Aziraphale's heart hammered in relief, and he locked his knees to keep from sagging to the floor in a boneless heap of frayed nerves. Finally, I thought you might have come a little sooner, he scolded instead, casting a cool look over his shoulder and immediately experiencing even more heart palpitations upon seeing Crowley in his outfit. He was dressed in the muted colours and long trousers of the sans-culottes, with a dramatic scarf in the French colours tied proudly around his slender waist. His hair was cropped shorter than Aziraphale had seen it in centuries, and it hung in sweat-damp curls around his sharp face. It all had the effect of looking rugged and base. There was even a trace scent of gunpowder about the demon. All that, mixed with Crowley's insolent smirk and ink-black spectacles, oh, but it played into the angel's fantasy beautifully. I might have known you'd throw your lot in with the Jacobins, he continued, turning his head again to hide his warming cheeks. <laughs> you know us demons? Crowley chuckled. Love us some revolution. Hmm, I was thinking more along the lines of supporting the downtrodden, Zira murmured, his heart swelling with pride in his dear friend. You always show a distinct hatred for inequality and a deep sympathy for the underprivileged. It was out of his mouth before he thought better of it. The subtle hiss behind him telegraphed an incoming rebuke, and Aziraphale winced in preparation for the blow. And you show a strong tendency to support the old regime no matter what, 
Crowley snapped, right on cue. You, more than anyone, know what would become of me if I didn't. Aziraphale thought bitterly, but he couldn't refute the truth of the demon's words, so he let the blow land. He was well used to this particular bruise. He accepted it as penance for his ongoing inaction. Maybe someday he'd find the mortal fortitude to stand up to Gabriel and Michael, but they really hadn't asked him to do anything terribly atrocious in a very long time. Perhaps heaven was becoming a gentler place? They were supposed to be the side of the good, after all. Of divine love. Maybe everything would just sort itself out in the end without Aziraphale having to do anything tedious or dramatic. Shouldn't have said that, Crowley grumbled, tearing the angel from his navel-gazing. The demon padded back into view, arms crossed in sulky contrition. And that was never your choice. It's entirely my fault for suggesting you weren't anything but the vilest monster to ever curse this world with his existence, I'm sure, Zira teased. The tension left Crowley's shoulders, and the corner of his mouth curved up in a devious grin. That I am, he replied proudly. But you had your pretty little nose out of joint that I didn't come by sooner. What made you think I'd come at all? I'm a very busy demon, you know. Certainly can't be at the beck and call of some sweet little angel. This last bit was said with an almost convincing amount of snide disdain. Snide disdain that was intentionally undermined by the soft caress of long fingers sliding down the angel's velvet frock coat and the softer brush of cool lips against his heated temple. I suppose I should have said I'd hoped you'd come and left it at that. Aziraphale agreed quietly, as he turned his head towards Crowley, all but closing the minute distance between them. Oh, but they loved their little games, didn't they? Only I had hoped we might get some crepes, he added innocently. Crepes! Crowley laughed in actual delight, his eyes sparkling with glee behind his dark spectacles. <laughs> I wonder if you happen to notice that there's a war on? I did, as it happens, Aziraphale answered lightly, holding up his manacled hands. You are doing, I suppose? Crowley snorted at that and drew himself up taller, yet still half a handspan shorter than Aziraphale. I don't know if I should be flattered or offended, he answered, before waving the notion away as irrelevant. No, this is all on the humans, I'm sad to say. Unless the authorities come asking, then it's all Crowley's doing from cake to chop. You're horrible. Zira chided. Ah, Crowley grinned. So it was flattery then. Anyway, 
Aziraphale continued forcefully. Regardless of whether I was correct to anticipate your arrival or not, it doesn't change the fact that I have been waiting for you all day and these manacles are really quite uncomfortable. So, if you'd be so kind. He lifted his chained wrists again and gave Crowley a pouty look. Be so kind. Crowley echoed in an insolent drawl. Doesn't sound like me. I beg to differ. Aziraphale smirked back, rattling his chains a bit before schooling his features into a pitiful expression of sad concern. Beg, you say? Crowley purred. Finally, finally, picking up on the opportunity Aziraphale had manufactured for him. Well now, there's a thought. Oh, you scoundrel. Zira groaned, playing his part. Must we do this? I don't know. Must we? Crowley shrugged. I mean, I really don't see why you need me to intervene at all. Why not get yourself out? No one's watching. Azera felt tisked in annoyance. He'd hoped Crowley wouldn't ask about this. It really was dreadfully humiliating. Michael is in a mood, he griped in earnest. She severely restricted my access to miracles for the time being. Apparently I'm self-indulgent and prone to frivolity. Crowley's eyebrows climbed higher with every word until they were in danger of vanishing into his hairline. So you're actually chained up now and will actually be executed tomorrow? Yes, to the first part. Aziraphale huffed, tired of this interruption of his plans. I certainly hope I won't be executed. This is an exquisite suit, and I would hate to lose it. It probably wasn't the best choice of outfit to wear here, though, eh? I told you that I wanted crepes, Aziraphale snapped. What else should I wear out to dine? You're completely ridiculous, Crowley muttered fondly. Really, Crowley? Aziraphale grumbled, trying to cross his arms in annoyance, only to be hampered by the bloody dashed manacles. <laughs> you're right, you're right, Crowley announced brightly. Aziraphale eyed him warily, suspicious of the shift in tone. I'm off point, the demon clarified, before gesturing at Aziraphale's chains with mock pity. Clearly, you're in dire need of rescue. This is hardly the time to mock you for your incredibly, horribly, embarrassingly stupid choice of outfit. If you wouldn't mind, Zira deadpanned. Righto, let's just get to it then. Crowley grinned, swaggering closer to the angel. Why should I free you? It's not very evil of me. I could get a reputation for going soft. 
Are you? Zira asked with a sultry smile before stepping forward to bring his hips against the demons. Going soft, he whispered with a little thrust of his hips. He was instantly rewarded by a pretty bloom of colour over his demon's cheekbones. With you chained up like that before me, Crowley groaned quietly. Not much chance of that. Oh, dear. Aziraphale moaned breathlessly, adding a coquettish flutter of eyelashes for good measure. I suppose this means I'm at your mercy. Mmm. Crowley purred, inhaling a long breath against Aziraphale's throat and making him shiver. A terrible plight for an angel. Tell me, you fiend, Aziraphale whispered, feeling a bit breathless for real now. What evil designs do you have for me? I suppose the most evil thing I could do with you trapped like this would be... Crowley trailed off in an excruciating pause as his fingers made short work of the velvet fastenings of the angel's coat. To leave you to the humans, Crowley hissed coldly. Aziraphale's eyes snapped open in surprise to find the demon had vanished. Crowley grinned from his hiding spot as he watched the horrible realization hit home on the angel's face. He had to bite his lip to keep from laughing when Zira began a litany of angry shouting and what he probably considered to be vile threats. Zira was angry, though. Not afraid. The angel didn't really believe Crowley had abandoned him. That realization swam about in the back of Crowley's mind, Deeply problematic, probably. But blessed if it didn't make him smile like an idiot. Oh, stop your caterwauling, Crowley teased, popping back out of hiding. Zira gave him an ugly glare, which still looked charming on the angel, and Crowley laughed. <laughs> Look, I had to get you back, didn't I? Get me back, Zira recoiled with a dramatic harumph. Whatever for? You pitched me five meters through the air into a pond of frigid water. Crowley accused him with a sharp jab of a sharp finger to the cushy velvet-covered sternum. The suit really was beautiful. Crowley couldn't wait to tear it to pieces right off the angel's gorgeous body. Oh, good lord, Zira groaned in consternation. Are you still upset about that? I could easily have discorporated, you know, Crowley huffed dramatically. 
the truth was that he wasn't upset about it at all. It had actually been pretty funny, but he'd be blessed if he'd let the angel know that. You landed in the pond, Zira argued. Polecats can't swim. Yes, they bloody can. Yeah, all right, <laughs> they can. Still bloody rude of you to use me as a projectile in the first case. Rude? Me? I was rude to you? The angel looked about ready to explode from sheer outrage. Crowley's black heart sang with glee. Yeah, that's right, he growled, stepping right into Zira's space and pushing him off balance until the poor angel was all but trapped between Crowley and the tension of his own chains. Another nudge, and Zira would be forced to hold himself rigid, suspended from his manacles, or risk plopping his velvet tush onto the filthy dungeon floor. But Crowley didn't nudge. He let the precariousness sit, reveling in the power trip at seeing Zira so badly unbalanced. So, what are you gonna do to make it up to me? Crowley growled provocatively as he grabbed the angel's ass with both hands, taking a healthy grope or two while setting him back more solidly on his pretty slippered feet. He made a lewd gesture then, eyebrow raised, and grinned as the angel blushed and rolled his eyes. He let the angel pretend this wasn't exactly what he had been wanting from the beginning of this farce. Zira and his bloody games. Well, if he wanted to play the captive slutty angel, Crowley certainly wasn't going to complain. You horrid thing, Zira grumbled, clearly as relieved as he was annoyed. And don't ever forget it. Crowley smirked before giving in to his own libido at last. He retook a firm hold of the plush backside and thrust their hips together once more as he kissed the angel in a crushing lock of lips and tongue. Shit, he was hard to aching. Blessed angel and his games. Must be nice to have the mental space to toy about like this with him. Crowley, for his part, felt like a starving dog before a steak dinner. Mind the suit, Zira whined plaintively between kisses. Not gonna mind the suit, Crowley growled, nipping his ear and throwing off the ribboned powder wick to prove his point. Crowley, Zira sighed, tilting his head for him before grabbing his ass hard enough to bruise. Crowley gasped in surprised delight and groaned when the angel caught his chin with the other hand. He may have traded miracles for manacles, but Zira was still quite able to use his superior strength to prove a point of his own. 
calm blue eyes bore into his as Crowley surrendered his attention. Mind the suit. For Satan's sake, Crowley muttered, before miracling the entire velvet and lace affair into a set of freshly summoned garment boxes. There, content, can I fuck you senseless now? Well, Zira swallowed, acting much less confident now without his posh clothing. The hardness of his red cock spoke volumes about the veracity of the angel's nerves. Yes, I suppose you can do whatever you like to me. Get on your knees, Crowley ordered him. Zira started to comply, then halted, legs bent and face screwed up in a moo of distaste, unable to bring himself to touch the soiled floor. Crowley snorted and miracled a cushion for the diva's pristine knees. Zira smiled gratefully as he settled himself on the cushion, but when he looked up, he was back in character, cool and defiant. That's it, Crowley purred, opening his trousers and freeing his erection at last. He inwardly preened at the way Zira's cock twitched at the reveal and the hungry little swipe of tongue over plush lips. You want this, don't you, angel? He murmured, stroking himself slowly before the kneeling captive. You set this whole thing up as an excuse, didn't you? You were hungry for a taste of my cock. Yes, Zira admitted, breaking character now as he openly stared at Crowley's hips with naked lust. I want it, darling. Desperately, please. Fuck my mouth, Crowley. I want to taste you. I have to have it, please. Please. Shit. Crowley groaned at the unexpected turn of their dynamic. Zira was begging for him. Fires below. It was hotter than he ever hoped. He stepped forward at once, running his thumb along Zira's lower lip and groaning again at the way his jaw fell open and lax for him. His blue eyes were wide and guileless, deep twin pools of longing. Crowley knew if he looked into them too closely, he'd see the clear reflection of his own need. Nope, not going there, not today. Crowley grabbed Zira's golden hair in one hand while he used the other to squeeze his own cock, bringing forth a bead of pearly fluid. Then he applied said fluid to the angel's soft lips, running the head of his cock around that hot, wet mouth, teasing them both. Zira darted his tongue out, licking along the trail Crowley made, before moaning better than the most performative horse Crowley had ever had the pleasure of knowing. Shit, 
Crowley muttered again, reeling from the profound wave of arousal Zira's desire was manifesting in him. His cock slid across Zira's tongue with liquid ease, and Crowley was almost surprised by the eager way the angel's mouth closed tightly around him. He watched in awe as Zira's cheeks hollowed as he sucked. Blimey! Idiot demon! Why shouldn't it be easy? This was hardly the first time Zira had sucked him off. It was only... only... he was kneeling, begging. Uh, oh. Crowley grunted, giving his hips a tentative couple of thrusts. He'd been on the receiving end of his share of angelic facefucks, but Zira always controlled any oral athletics they engaged in. So this was a first, in a way. Zira was trying out a little role reversal then, stretching his sexual wings, so to speak. Well then, Crowley was just the demon for the job. Grinning like a maniac, Crowley did away with the cautious thrusts and rammed his way into Zira's throat, just like he himself liked it. Zira choked and struggled, so Crowley eased off, only to drive back in with minimally less force. He let himself use the angel, moaning with abandon at the power of it and reveling in knowing he could give his lover all the perverse, toe-curling sex he had enjoyed over the years. It was a heady mix of familiar pleasure and unfamiliar emotion, and Crowley abruptly realized he wasn't going to last about a millisecond before he was coming down the angel's strained throat. He groaned out a garbled string of nonsense blasphemy before sinking weakly to his knees. He watched Zira cough and gasp, his red face streaming with tears and spend. You're right, Crowley wheezed, unable to quite control his own breathing. Fine, Zira croaked thickly. But I will be better when you stop lazing about and get on with buggering me. Demanding little convict, aren't you? Crowley smirked. Zira tried to scowl at him, but Crowley didn't bother to acknowledge it. Azira fell, holy principality and consummate uppity fuck was chained and naked before him, demanding to get rammed in the ass. Crowley was once again as hard as the iron bars of the Bastille. Right, now you're in for it. He leered, reaching around to palm another handful of glorious ass. His fingers brushed against something firm, and Crowley felt his eyes go wide. What? No, no way, he breathed. Zira flushed a deep crimson from his scalp to his nipples. 
Does the holy principality and uppity fuck have a plug up his bum? Crowley, Zira whined, clearly mortified. Please just get on with it. F fine. He relented with a hearty eye roll. Maybe he was going soft. But we're revisiting this later. The plug, and it was a plug, was an antique. From ancient Greece, if Crowley wasn't mistaken, and he was seldom mistaken about sex toys, and made from polished wood. Favorite of yours? he asked sweetly, giving the little flared base a quick twist and thrust. Zira squeaked loudly and somehow turned redder. The urge to play with the bound principality was very strong indeed, but the sight of the pale round arse in front of him, prepped and ready, it was all too much. Look at this. He breathed, giving the soft globes a firm squeeze. He admired the way flesh moulded around his skinny fingers, hugging his knuckles. He entertained the brief fantasy of pressing deep into the softness and letting it absorb him totally. Living out the rest of his existence inside the kind warmth of Aziraphale. He gave his head a firm shake, hissing at himself over these silly distractions. There was a different sort of soft heat needing his attention. Oh, angel, he purred. I do hope you stretched. I rather thought that was what the plug was for. Zira grumbled, still very pink about the ears. Yes, <laughs> very true. Crowley laughed, pulling the plug loose none too gently and grinning at the angel's indignant squawk. But I meant the rest of your body. I have no intention of going easy on you. Truly, Zira scoffed. That's odd, because as far as I can tell, you've no intention of doing anything at all. Oh, you delightful bastards, Crowley thought, cringing after another nauseating wave of fondness washed over him. Right, he growled, violently shoving the last of that, that, away. On with the show. Crowley lined himself up and pressed forward, marvelling at the pressure of the angel's furled rim against his cockhead. Zira made a plaintive sound of discomfort, and a second later, rim and cock both were fairly dripping with warm lubricating oil before the demon even realised he'd cast the miracle. Crowley grit his teeth excitement fizzing along his spine, growing more and more powerful every second the angel continued to let this happen. And wasn't that a completely bollocks realization? 
Crowley had been holding back, expecting Zira to change his mind and take this opportunity away from him. So right, he ground out between a wall of clenched fangs. Shit, he really was a sorry excuse for a demon, wasn't he? It's a bit... Zira hesitated, his voice strained. The angel's skin was beginning to glow with a faint layer of perspiration. More pressure than pain, really, he continued. I think it will get easier once you're fully inside. Crowley shuddered in embarrassment. Zira was telling him to get on with it. He'd been handed a glorious opportunity to rail an angel on the floor of the Bastille, and Crowley was bloody dawdling. What was wrong with him? Zira clearly wanted this. Crowley absolutely wanted this, if his aching, leaking cock was anything to go by. No, no, Crowley would not sabotage this. He wouldn't waste a single moment more. Hold on, angel, he hissed, pushing past the tight ring of muscle to claim the clinging walls within. Zira made a loud noise Crowley hadn't heard before, and it made his whole corporation pulse with thrumming arousal. He withdrew halfway, only to plunge back in, rolling on waves of liquid heat, surrendering to his own need and definitely not thinking about that silly fantasy of being absorbed. Zira's body squeezed at him with every sharp thrust. Crowley tried to focus on the sensations, committed all to memory, but he was overwhelmed by it all so quickly. Moonlight filtered through the bars, illuminating wisps of damp blonde hair, a shivering pale shoulder. Crowley ripped off his glasses, desperate to take it all in. He watched in awe as the angel's body swallowed his cock again and again, trembling and hotter than he'd ever imagined. Shit, I... he groaned, realizing he wasn't going to be able to deliver the stellar performance he'd hoped. He wasn't sure how much longer he was going to last, despite having already come once tonight. It felt... it felt... Zira was letting him... he was... The pressure was building in his stomach, threatening to drop. Crowley snapped his hips wildly, desperate to bring his angel along, balancing precariously on the razor's edge of pleasure. Zira cried out under him, a strange, broken, keen, more grunt than groan. The blonde pushed back, ramming himself up on Crowley's throbbing cock and pressing his pillowy buttocks against the demon's sharp hips, absorbing him in plush warmth. 
Crowley bit his lip to keep from screaming as he tumbled over the edge. He yanked himself away from the angel and collapsed onto his side, spurting heavy ropes across the stone floor and his own lap. He saw stars for a moment, his vision blotting over. How long had it been since they'd had one of their sessions? It had been after his disastrous stint at the tower, hadn't it? 1640-something? Not nearly as long as he'd gone in the past, certainly, but tell that to his pounding heart and heaving chest. His corporation operating on autopilot since Crowley sure as heaven couldn't be remotely asked to micromanage it at the moment. Wow! He gasped, letting his head loll on the cold stone floor, his eyes drifting closed. Been too long. He meant it. Bless him to all four quarters, he fucking meant it. He missed the angel's warm body. Missed the high of orgasm. Missed everything that came before and after and around that high too. Didn't matter at all that he used to go multiple centuries without this place. It was as though every time he lay with the angel, he became that much more enthralled. Was he at risk of becoming addicted? Should he be concerned? Nah, he was too content to be concerned right now. He made a mental note to have a crisis about it later. Angel, he groaned, finally heaving himself over onto his side to take in the disheveled prisoner beside him. Zira had also rolled onto his side, watching Crowley with a small, fond smile. Your ass is a marvel, Crowley informed him. And you are a complete beast, Zira replied quietly, his eyes shining with smugness in the gloomy moonlight. I'm not sure it was completely necessary to ravage me like that. <laughs> it absolutely was. <laughs> Crowley's laugh was a weak, giddy thing as he straightened. Might have enjoyed the power just a bit more than I thought. You did mention you considered yourself to be a top. Did I? Crowley replied, confused. In Rome? Zira nodded, wincing slightly as he massaged a tender spot on his backside. After we first... Oh, Crowley cottoned on, feeling his cheeks warm at the memory of their first such encounter. He cleared his throat and busied himself with miracling away the mess he'd made of them and the floor. Yeah, he shrugged. I'm pretty sure you fucked the last of that notion out of me back in Bulgaria. Did you not enjoy this either? Zira asked, his brows pinching in the middle in an adorable moo of anxiety. 
It seemed as though you did, but you didn't finish, um... He trailed off awkwardly, in time for Crowley to take over with frantic assurances. No, he exclaimed. I mean, yeah, enjoyed myself plenty. Don't know why I pulled out. You didn't say I wasn't... Wait. He frowned as his finally recovered brain finished parsing the angel's words. Crowley's heartbeat had finally evened out just to start racing again. You didn't like it? The way Zira turned away so quickly was a clear condemnation despite the squeaked denial. I don't know what you're talking about. You asked if I hadn't enjoyed it either, Crowley pressed sullenly. Either suggests to me that you... It was fine. Zira assured him tetchily, wrapping his chained arms around himself as though he were cold. Crowley had never known the angel to feel cold. He fixed Zira with an expectant stare and waited for the dreaded confirmation to come out. I suppose, the angel mumbled reluctantly, I may have found it a bit... Rough. Crowley heard himself bark a bitter laugh. It wasn't a pleasant sound even in his own ears, and he didn't blame Zira for flinching at the sharp bite of it. Rough, he growled. You seduced me in a dungeon. You're chained up in the middle of a bloody war. There's gunpowder and smoke and evil wafting around this place strong enough for a demon to get drunk on, and you are here, sporting that ass, no less, pretending to be helpless. At my mercy. I thought you'd find the sight appealing, Zira sniffed defensively. I missed you, you rotten creature, and I thought we might both enjoy a little role reversal. Crowley pinched the bridge of his nose in consternation, forcing himself to take a long, calming breath. His chest ached from embarrassment at the notion that Zira had done this for him. A pity fuck for the needy demon. You thought you'd enjoy getting fucked in the ass by a demon on the cold, dirty floor of the Bastille? He snarled. Course you did. So in character for you, that. I don't know, Zira sighed, all the defensiveness leaking out of him at the accusation in a way that gave Crowley pause. I know how it sounds, but yes, I, I did think. Have you done this before, Angel? The demon asked, his own defensiveness forgotten in the wake of a new realization. Zira had no idea what he was doing. Crowley had always figured the angel was in control, but if he was just as ignorant as Crowley, and even half as horny, then maybe this truly was just an experiment gone wrong, no pity involved. 
I haven't ever been attracted to this sort of predicament myself. I spend most of my existence on the back foot. I never know what heaven is going to tell me to do next. I never know if I'll be recalled or asked to perform some kind of... Atrocity. The angel wouldn't say it, but Crowley heard it just the same. Zira shot a quick, surreptitious glance upwards, as if afraid he'd already said enough to earn a divine rebuke. When the ceiling continued not to melt into holy wrath, the angel turned his sad eyes back to Crowley. I like feeling in control, as a general rule. But when I considered surrendering that control to you, it didn't seem frightening. It should, Crowley replied automatically, drawing his thigh up to disguise the way his prick started to swell at the suggestion. I'm a demon. Zira nodded, unfazed by the statement, as always. By now, it seemed as great a pretense as an angel chained up in the Bastille. I had hoped to expand our repertoire, Zira shrugged, seemingly drawing the subject to a close. But perhaps I'm not as flexible as I hoped. Oh, he purred, shuffling closer to his friend. Maybe we just have to go about it a little less... rough. He illustrated his point by trailing soft kisses along Zira's strong jaw, cupping his cheek gently before sucking his earlobe between his lips. Mm, Zira murmured, melting into the demon's embrace. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Crowley hummed into his ear, wrapping his arms tighter around the angel so that he could reach between those warm thighs. Zira was still soft under his questing fingers, but a few long, slow strokes and hot sucking kisses later, the angel was sighing and much less quiescent in his palm. He still had a ways to go to bring him to full arousal, though. Hardly fair, considering it didn't take much to get Crowley there at all. The demon was positively oaken as he sucked another bruise into a lily-white shoulder. Slow, he reminded himself as he eased Zira back onto his knees. Slowly. Zira whined quietly as he was repositioned, but Crowley shushed him. So right, angel, he whispered, continuing to press feather-light kisses against his friend's flushed cheeks. Gonna be different this time. And it was. Crowley made sure of it. Every touch was agonizingly gentle, Slow, deliberate. The demon was sweating from the effort of holding himself back. 
See Ramon into his open-mouthed kisses, hips moving with the sure strokes of Crowley's hands, now liberally coated in the angel's drippings. Crowley, he groaned, were you not meant to be taking me? Is there really no end to your complaining, angel? Crowley scoffed lightly, and was rewarded by an equally full scowl as Zira turned in his arms. I'm sure I'll be happy to finish across your palms, dear, but it will hardly do anything to further science. Zira told him pointedly, as if Crowley could possibly have forgotten about their little experiment. Science! Crowley snorted. Sure. Just get a wiggle on. Oh, I'll wiggle on, all right. You're terrible. Thanks. Any further snark on the angel's part was swallowed by an amusingly lustful groan as Crowley slowly re-entered Zira's hot, open body. Oh, that feels much better like the... <sighs> Crowley... Crowley paused, fully sheathed, and made note of the angel. Yeah, he asked, pulling out and repeating the maneuver. Zira responded by making a noise like a cow giving birth. That was very promising. Crowley snickered, finally giving himself permission to thrust with more abandon. It was hardly as punishing as he tended to crave, but the steady, firm strokes felt natural enough, easing the tension of holding back. Should have known you'd need slow and soft, he teased, licking the shell of the angel's ear. You tried walking cliché. Zira's laugh was more than a little breathless. You can talk, Mr. Prickly Demon who fancies chains. Crowley lifted an eyebrow at that and sped his pace a little more, pulling a garbled string of happy nonsense from the angel. Joke's on you, pigeon, he hissed, nibbling along a rounded shoulder as he plastered himself to Zira's back driving their hips together in smooth, full thrusts. I actually like it both ways. Always more like. Oh, Zira moaned. Oh, oh I see. I, oh, you're not a cliché at all, then, is that it? Nothing. Mm. Remotely demonic about boundless sexual appetite. Certainly not any cardinal sins named for it. You're entirely too coherent, Crowley grinned, wrapping the angel's weeping cock back up in long, deft fingers. Zira wailed beautifully. Go on then, dear angel. Tell me about how I'm the hedonist of the pair of us. 
he lowered his head to hiss into the angel's ear. I love it when you lie. If Zira planned any witty retort to that, it was fully erased by the angel's near-violent climax. Zira howled, jaw open near to cracking, as he shook and bucked under Crowley's slight weight. It seemed that the repartee was all that was keeping Crowley's own pleasure in check, and he shivered into his own release as Zira was still clenching around him. Did you imply that I'm a hedonist? Hmm? Crowley asked, still too sated to even bother trying to make words. Zira was a pretty sight, plush and shiny, still flushed a mottled pink even as he cleared his throat, putting on airs of propriety. It made a small gush of spend trickle out of him and further undermine the attempt. Crowley smiled up at the idiot, charmed, and expended another miracle to clean them both up once more. Not terribly angelic, hedonism, Zira continued primly, pretending not to notice the favour. Mm, neither is spraying your spend across a dungeon floor with a demon's cock in your ass, I suspect. Crowley offered slyly, bracing himself for a petulant swat. Hmm. Zira harumphed, indeed rolling over to swat Crowley lightly across the shoulder. The point is... In your bum! Crowley interrupted with a grin. Zira blinked owlishly at him for a moment, completely flummoxed. Crowley must have fucked him even better than he'd hoped if it was taking the angel this long to recover his wits. I beg your pardon? The point. It was in your bum, Crowley explained, his grin widening at the grumpy blush that earned. My point, anyway. Oh, shut up, Zira grumbled. My point is that I'm not a cliché. <laughs> All right, Angel. I suppose I have to give you that. Aren't many angels like you, after all. Hmm. Zira hummed contentedly, wiggling himself back more snugly against Crowley's chest. Warmth bloomed across the demon's body, the hidden black scales of him drinking in that body heat, that radiance. It was campfire cosy. It was a comfortable haven. It woke a gnawing hunger in Crowley that would never, could never, be satisfied. <sighs> Sun's almost up he sighed, feeling his own miracle dress them once more, even if he hadn't consciously commanded it. Did you decide if you're going to leave me to the humans? Zira asked, his eyes shining with gentle mirth. 
They were still tucked up so close that Crowley could feel the whisper of Zira's lips on his cheek as the angel spoke. Stimting, he smiled, slithering back and hopping to his feet. An easy enough feat on the face of it. The demon knew part of him was still wrapped around Zira's campfire warm glow. That traitorous part took longer and longer to withdraw. He offered the angel a hand up, smiling through the ache of his missing pieces. But you had to go and mention grapes, and now I'm the one with the craving. Oh, I do know a place, Zira chimed happily, slipping his hand in Crowley's and accepting the help up. He dusted himself off needlessly and set his silly wig to rights while Crowley painted on a fresh sneer. Must you wear the sheep? It's Vogue! A guard opened the cell some time later to discover it completely empty with no clear sign it had been occupied in days. He scratched his head, positive he tossed the English Aristo in here the day before. The door had been locked. There was no sign of tampering. Etrange, the man breathed before striking the Englishman's name from his records. Reporting this would definitely be more trouble than it was worth, and there was still a very long day ahead, for him and for France. <laughs>